0: And now, for the review of the day. Okay, got uh, one here from the Real Estate Rockstars Facebook. It's actually Real Estate Rockstars Radio Facebook group, Tim Trevathon Thanks, Pat. Glad to be part of this group. I heard from you guys through a lender I work with who recommended your podcast. Excellent material all around. Your certified listing agent course is incredibly enlightening and useful Thank you so much. Hey, guys, another review on the Certified a Listing Agent course. Uh, eight of the world's top agents, take uh, given their listing presentations. If you want 20% off, type in ROCK uh, when you go to rebusuniversity.com. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. This
1: episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University the future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com and use the coupon code rock for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions
0: now with Rebus university. All right, rockstar nation. Got a great a guest uh, coming from Scottsdale, Arizona. Mr. Kelly cook is here. And, uh, he is uh, making some waves out there in Scottsdale and surrounding areas, and I can't wait to get down to the nitty-gritty with Kelly. So, Kelly, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars.
1: Hey, thanks, Pat. Appreciate it. Always uh, a big fan, man. Glad to be on the uh, the show finally.
0: Yeah, welcome. Hey, listen, uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know you better?
1: Yeah, i um, just kind of, I uh, grew up uh, from Omaha, Nebraska originally. I'm out here in Scottsdale, Arizona, been doing this almost 13 years, and um just uh, a lot of hard work, you know. I I played football at the University of Nebraska. I had the good fortune to coach as well at Nebraska and at uh, Ole Miss down in the south there. And uh, and you know, you work a ton of hours. I mean, it's it's nonstop grind, and you do everything from sales. You got to be a salesman. You got to be a recruiter. You know, all this stuff. So learned a lot doing that. And uh, and that's 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 the that's the that's the background. You know, came from a family that was you know a little unorthodox. You know, it was broken, whatever, and all that. You know, good stuff that a lot of people come from, but
0: sure, yeah, okay, cool. Well, and then how long have you been in business, real estate wise?
1: Yeah, almost thirteen years. I started. Uh, I got in when everybody was uh, everybody was uh, getting it. You know, back in oh uh, five two thousand
0: five. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, you, yep. so, you've so you've seen a cycle, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I think about that a lot. I mean, it's, uh, I interview some people, a lot of people on the show. just never seen a cycle you know and usually the result of that is they're, they they don't save money right like uh, as they, as they make it as much cuz they think that nothing'll change forever so uh, yeah. it's always good to talk to people that have seen cycles because they're smarter you know what i mean yeah you know, you
1: know i well like, yeah exactly i i i purchased some properties back in the last downturn and you know i'm kicking myself why i didn't purchase you know 10 times that 20 times
0: that i mean it's just yeah. stupid you and me you know? both yeah <laughs> You and me both, you know what I mean? Or one house a year. You know, if I think back, if I just bought one house a year for the last 30 years, I mean, they average, right? It's kind of like the stock market too, dollar cost averaging. We really should be dollar cost averaging with rental properties, you know?
1: Absolutely. absolutely. No, I, I think I've heard you. You have, you have a portfolio as well, Pat. I do also. Um, and you're right. I mean, I, I read a book a long time ago, Robert G. Allen, I think it's called creating wealth, maybe. But anyways, that was the strategy. He's like, you buy one house, or maybe it's even two a year, um, and then you, you know, after ten years, you basically pay off the first ten, and then you have ten free and clear homes for, you know, worth a hundred thousand dollars each for a million bucks, now you're a millionaire. You know, it was, you know, it was something. Strategy very simplistic, but yeah, it's the it's the tortoise, you know, versus the hare approach.
0: Yeah, you, you know, and I had that same philosophy, um, and I did that. I, I paid off all my rentals. Uh, but then, as opportunities arose, you know, I got a, a million dollar loan on them all just to to invest in more stuff. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it's hard to do. It's hard to like, uh, you know, do something and then and and then not have leverage anymore. It's it, it sounds great in principle, but until you get there, then you're like, all right, this is good, but this deal <laughs> just came across my desk, you know, and I, you know, so. squirrel, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> But uh, yep. all right, cool. So, oh well, let's let's get it, uh, get down to the nitty gritty on your business. So, like, what's your ECI, Kelly? Your ego commission income.
1: Love that, love that. Yeah, I, heard, I first heard you say that a long time ago, I, I love that. So, yeah, no, last year, 2017, it was 1.68. Um, okay,
0: so about one two, and then what is your uh, profit margin on that?
1: That's about 27 percent last year.
0: Okay, so you know, 300 grand.
1: Yeah, we're we're at one point six, almost one seven on the on the full. So we're I think it was closer to like four fifty.
0: Oh, you're one point seven. I thought you said one point two.
1: No, I'm sorry. We're one point six eight to be exact.
0: Oh, one point. You did say that. Okay, so one point seven. So thirty percent of one uh, seven. Yeah. So you're more like four fifty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Five
0: hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, which is yeah. great. Which is awesome, dude. All right. So how many houses is that?
1: It was one sixty three for us. Average price point three eighty six last year, right around three eighty
0: six. Good price yep. point. And so, uh, buyers or sellers? Do you know the breakdown there, percentage wise?
1: Yeah, for the first time in my almost thirteen years, we were actually more buyers than listings. You know, usually we're about $60, 40 on that. Let, last year, we ended up being about fifty five forty five. You know, buyers were heavier. Um, you know, the inventory is a little tight down here in Phoenix. You know, a lot of great, strong agents. Um, it's 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 tough competition, and so. Um, yeah, we we went to the buyer side, not kind of by default to some degree. So. so,
0: like, so what'd you say? What percentage buyers would you say?
1: Yeah, about fifty-five buyers 55. last year. And yep. and
0: and that's interesting though, because I haven't heard somebody give that as a as a reason why. Um, and 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 what's happening in Phoenix is not happening across the country. I don't know if it's an indicator of what's coming, but uh, for a lot of these markets, but you guys have had an unusually high amount of discount brokers uh, that have actually succeeded. And a lot of places, you know, you hear a lot of agents that come on my show and they'll say, oh, they come and go, you know, they they never last, da da da, and they seem to be lasting and and prospering. Can you can you touch on that and why that's happening in Phoenix and nowhere else or not a lot of other areas? And you think it's going to start? You're going to start seeing it more and more. You know, good question, Pat. I think
1: there's there's a couple of different reasons. Number one, I think you know, in Phoenix, we don't have a lot of corporate America, right? We I think we have like two, maybe three Fortune 500 uh, companies in the state. You know, it's it's uh, so it's a very service oriented. Uh, metropolitan area. So a lot of small businesses and things of that nature. And you, we have over 40,000 licensed real estate agents in Maricopa County, which is the greater Phoenix area and suburbs. So um, you just have a lot of part-timers, you know, at the end of the day, it gets back, you know, you heard of the 80-20 rule. It's more like probably 96-4, you know, where the, again, you have a small percentage of people doing a vast majority of the business. Um, and so you have these discount brokerages that, you know, if they're making, I talked to guys who own those, that kind of model. From time to time and if you're only, you only have 100 or 200 even 300 or so agents you aren't very profitable at all you're not making much um but yeah some of these guys have, have now grown to 500 a thousand agents or more and that can be profitable certainly but yeah they they stuck around because i think you have a lot of part-time slash hobbyist agents in here in this in this town
0: well that's interesting and i guess some of it there's less relocation right if you don't have a lot of corporations right yep. so you lose that you lose that stick in the market um, right. and just the part-time agents, whatever, maybe it's just a part-time because it's so warm and because it's kind of a destination, a retirement destination that it drives people there that w- do want to play golf, you know, and do want to, you know, work one day, take one day off, There's nothing wrong with that. But just, so you have more agents that are doing 10 deals a year and happy, happy to do that. And, That's it. And they, they don't want to go to classes. They don't want to go to, a training they don't want to be held accountable mm-hmm. and they just want to pay 500 bucks a transaction fee or whatever and then keep the rest
1: yeah that's that's definitely right we have a heck of a time it's 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 tough when we're talking about recruiting you know we have to find the right culture fit for our team as with any team for that matter um and one of the first questions we ask you are will you allow me to treat you as a full-time employee mm, for the next wow. year
0: mm, good one good one what else do you ask them i love that question
1: yeah. Number one, do you want real estate to be a career? And that's a big one. And people can kind of dance around that. But when you start getting a little deeper and, and we start talking about our path to success plan that we have uh, to get an agent onboarded and then into production, then you start figuring out really quick um, if they're going to be a, a career type agent or they're just saying that because they're just okay doing a couple deals, you know, every six months or so.
0: So let's talk, I mean, that's a good segue. Let's talk about the accountability you guys use, right? So tell me about that. Tell me everything and anything about accountability on your team. What works? What doesn't? So people out there listening could say, I'm going to put Kelly's practices in play at my office or my team.
1: Okay, absolutely. So nitty gritty. So we have... um Okay, so we have a 30-60-90 program, and some of this has come from Keller Williams. Keller Williams has fantastic training, right? So we obviously jump on that and kind of modify it to our own flavor or style. Um, but they come on the team, they have actionable items they have to hit. Okay, so first they have to show up, suit up, and show up at 8.30 every single day. Monday through Thursday, we have a kickoff meeting, that, and we do some other things within that meeting um, that goes from 8.30 to 9.15. 9.15 to 9.30 is a 15 minute window break to get ready to all hunt together. So then at 9.30, we have, a, long, we have a, a little clock that goes off and we say, okay, here we go. You know, we all jump on the dialer. We use Mojo and, uh, and we start hunting together all outbound for that first hour. Now we only require one hour outbound per day, but we do require two hours of lead generation. So that second hour can be lead follow-up or calling your sphere of influence that sort of that sort of phone call but we do require them to be there effectively from 8 30 to 11 30 every morning monday through thursday and if they hit that eight hours of lead generation from monday to thursday they have earned friday as what we call flex day so they can then choose to work from home they can choose to go to starbucks and lead generate or they can just take it off if they're ahead of their goal that's fine too and then we with that we also require one open house a week we require um, the, that eight hours lead generation. And then the third metric on a weekly basis we require um, is an appointment to be held, not set, but held. Because at the end of the day, our requirement, what we're really trying to shoot for is that our agents are into production and and they are closing 24 deals a year as a minimum standard. So we say, okay, look, at we're on the math on all these seven different conversion metrics from you know contacts to income and all those in between. But at the end of the day, if you go from, you know, appointments held to closings that are, there's only one metric in between there, which is called conversions. So All you know, listings taken. If you have an effective conversion rate at 50% from held to closed, which is very easy to do, right. that's that's 40. we base this whole thing on 48 work weeks of the year. So you get four weeks for vacation, being sick, whatever may come up in life. And then if you have 48 appointments held, you're at 50%, you're going to close 24 deals for the year.
0: Yeah, that's it. Two deals a month at 380 each. You know, that's a mil, close to a mil a, a month. So it's 12 million or say, let's say $10 million agent. So I like that. I mean, that's right. It, you reduce it to the ridiculous like that. And you and it forces them to think, okay, well, if I missed my appointment and it doesn't seem much, people might be thinking, oh, one appointment a week, that's easy. Yeah. But you're, you're talking about a real appointment that you're anticipating closing 50% of the ones you go on. I mean, do you qualify? Is there a way to qualify appointment?
1: Well, it's a good question. So um, obviously it has to be face-to-face, belly-to-belly. Um, and it has to be a buyer consultation or a listing presentation um, of some sort or maybe obviously doing the same thing with an investor. Um, and it has to be only kind of once, right? So if you meet somebody for a buyer consult, they agree to work with you, and then you show them homes, you know, six times, that's not six appointments. That's one.
0: Right. And so – And the good thing is, yeah. Right. It doesn't count the second. You can't have the same appointment. Like if if you're showing the Smith family homes and you show them on Tuesday every week, it doesn't count as your weekly appointment. It only counts the first time, right?
1: That's it. That's exactly right.
0: A new appointment.
1: A new appointment. A new appointment appointment has to be held. And the cool thing is we we make them roll over. I tell you what, Pat, when we rolled this out to our team, there were some eyeballs like, oh, boy, you know, one appointment. I got to hold one appointment every single week. You know, they don't realize that's easy. 48 a year. That's easy to do. That's easy to do. And they roll over. So if you hit, if you have a good week, you set three, you hold, excuse me, three appointments. The next week, not so good. You don't hold any appointments. You're still, you're still good because you bank those extra ones and they roll over for the entire year. And so our administrative assistant, she tracks the stuff. We have accountability metrics around that. So we have a, an email that goes out to the team Thursday evening to see who, who didn't make the eight hours of lead generation. And you need to come back in the office for Friday and one on Sunday night that goes out um, saying who hit who what for the week and if they will go into what we call a 30-day reset program to get back on track, back to even. <laughs>
0: well, so, so like the mojo tracks, right, like who they're calling and how long they're calling. So clearly if someone's only calling seven hours a week, it, it's going to show up. And you have a paid employee that's doing this. So there's no, uh, I'll give them an A even though they deserve the B, right? It's like, hey, she only did six and a half hours. She
1: failed. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to be the bad guy. I Let the systems, the standards be the bad guy.
0: Right, right. No, I love it. And then, so, okay, so let's talk about how you pay them quarterly and, and the compensation and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, no, it's good. I think a lot of people out there. I'm always curious, Pat. When you when I listen to your your podcast and you have some really talented people on here, you know, I'm always curious. Sometimes, you know, um, you know, how do they pay certain things they do? How do they pay their people, agents, you know, assistants, ISAs, all that stuff? That's intriguing to me because I think it's a big part of being able to attract talent and retain them. So um, I was I was struggling with that, trying to figure out something different, something that was kind of cutting edge in terms of how to pay sales agents. So what I came up with was. Basing all of it, the whole comp plan around ninety-day increments, a quarter, four quarters in a year. Um, I was—I read a book. I, I, it may have been Geno Wickman. I, I don't know which one which one was, but they basically said that the human brain can only stay motivated to achieve a certain goal for no longer than ninety days at a time. It just—if uh, you have a goal for a year and you don't, you don't chunk it down to at least a quarter. You don't—you don't, you don't say there's no motivation behind it. You just lose—you mm-hmm. lose. You lose track
0: you lose i like that effort. though yeah it makes sense you know yeah so uh, you, okay so you set quarterly goals so you're really setting you know eight eight a quarter like you got to sell your eight houses this quarter talk to me yeah, about that what do you do yeah
1: yeah really we're, we're only at we're only at six you know two a month they're only at no, six. six
0: yeah that's what my math's bad yes
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh try, i'm not gonna math either pat so okay so um so what we do then is everyone starts. We have three different levels. Okay, we have bronze, silver, and gold, and uh, and and it's all in, based on in, incentivized production. Um, and then within bronze, silver, and gold, we have three different tiers that somebody can get a comp, get get a, uh, a split on when they close a the transaction. It's really simple. It just sounds like a lot. It really isn't. And here's why. Number one, within those tiers, within each bronze, silver, and gold, you have team handoff thats what we call that means if anyone but you the agent converted the lead and gave it to you like send an appointment here you go then that's a team handoff we have what we call a team opportunity which is a team paid lead let's say like from zillow or google whatever yeah they, yep they convert it and they and they close it that's a team opportunity so they get a little more for that and then um on the, the third one is agent sphere of influence so um it's a little higher for that. So what we do is we start at 40, 60 on the handoff. We start at 50, 50 on the opportunity and then 60 to the agent 40 on the agent sphere of influence. Yeah, I like that. And that's where it starts at bronze. And then from there, it just goes up. So then effectively, it goes up 5%, let's say, per deal. And these are buyer closings. The listings are down – are all, all shifted down about 10% or so. So
0: across um, the board, 30, 40, 50 – On listings, 30% if it's your neighbor or a friend of yours, 40% if they flip a Zillow lead or they flip an ad call, 50% if it's somebody they go to church with, So right? So on listings, okay? Correct. I like that too. But if they do more than one listing or is it one deal, any deal, or is it just one listing?
1: Yeah, good question. We base it all off of gross commission income. So the, the 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 check that comes in before anybody cuts it up, anybody has a split, any hand, nothing. Yeah. Right. So total check. So and 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 what we do is I base it on, on that because I want to know what they're doing. I don't and I and I made it fairly conservative. The average price point that we had last year I said was 386. I base this really on an average price point of 250 to make it you know very achievable and to insulate it that when the market shifts, I don't have to worry about restructuring anything.
0: So explain so, it a little better on the on the 5% bump um, and okay. average sales price of 250 Roll okay. through
1: that. Yeah, you bet. So um, agent starts at bronze, okay? And let's just keep it all on the buyer side and make it simple. So they start okay. out and they close six transactions, which six is our minimum. Yep, they're going to be just still right at bronze now because based on the average price point 250 However, if they close the minimum standard of six transactions, and they're at our average price point of 386, the GCI is higher. So then they would easily be in the silver level for the following quarter. So quarter two comes, they hit, you say seven transactions. They're easily at the silver level because of the GCI. Then they're in silver level for the whole entire quarter, quarter two. Now let's say they go on vacation for the for you know, almost the whole second quarter, which would be crazy, but they do. And they only close <laughs> one deal. Yes. So they close one deal in the second quarter. Well, then quarter three, they're going to drop back down to bronze. Now, bronze, let's say quarter three, they
0: crush it. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah.
1: They do nine transactions in quarter three or 10. They crush it. They can skip bypass silver and go right to gold for quarter four. Now, the cool thing about that is, what well, if they're at gold quarter four, because they did a great job, they crushed it. Come January 1st, it, like most other comp plans, it does not reset. So they stay – if they crush it again in quarter four, they'll stay a quarter – gold going to quarter one next, next year. And they can stay there but, effectively.
0: But it's a 5% increment for each house.
1: Yeah. So like, so like, like the so – really
0: got to sell two above quota to uh, get
1: if the whole effect. Yes, right? if, yeah. if you're at a very conservative price point, 250 If you stay at around our average price point because it's based upon GCI.
0: Oh, I got gotcha, you. Right.
1: Yep. if you had a, if you had a big deal yeah effectively yes because at that day that's what affects our profit and loss statement at the end of the day so that's what I'm, that's why I tied it to that on purpose
0: as a member of the Rockstar nation you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool And it still has to be over the quota, which is two a month. Correct. You can't just sell one $3 million house and be like, I'm taking the quarter off because I'm good.
1: Well, okay. Hold on. In theory, you could, as long as by the end of the year, you have your 24.
0: By the end of the year, you have your 24. Okay. Yep. So you, yep. Really, you really can't. Yeah.
1: You really can't. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be really hustling the, the other quarters. <laughs>
0: All right, cool. All right, cool. So what, what other exciting things are you doing? What, what about technology? What, what kind of technology and accountability systems are you using uh, with your team and yourself?
1: Yeah, good question. Um, so we use Boomtown as our CRM. Uh, okay. That's a very good one. Yep, use that. And uh, we use, uh, for all of our number tracking reporting, we use CTE. You probably what heard of that
0: it? one. What is it, ZTE? No, I haven't heard of that.
1: Okay, yeah. It's called Commitment to Excellence, CTE. Um, it's a uh, i mean it's a very very robust system that allows you to have any kind of scoreboard or dashboard that you almost could think of for tracking numbers and where agents are for number reportings, uh number reporting financials um all that stuff so um we have you know again four dis- four d's of uh, execution um have a have a scoreboard right my coach told me a long time ago hey, he goes hey you know if you walked into the arizona cardinals versus seattle seahawks football game and you walked in midway through the second quarter how long would it take you to figure out what the scores on uh, one second? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, is that the way your scoreboard is for keeping track of your agents numbers in your office? Uh, nope. <laughs> so, so we, we customize a scoreboard where all numbers agents have a single input on their phone that goes to a survey. It's all done through Excel online, all cloud-based and uh, the CT system is, it does this. And then it flows into a scoreboard. And we have multiple scoreboards um, in our office that show let agents know if they're on track for the month for their lead measures and lag measures, both. So, so, pretty- so
0: tell me exactly what does it track?
1: Okay. So we track we track the the, the seven main uh, conversion or, or metrics to say.
0: Seven okay. convert everybody should be writing this down. The seven conversion metrics.
1: Yep. So Kelly,
0: of Kelly's team. There you go. Yep. And, and you should add it to your team. Go ahead. What are the seven?
1: Okay, here we go. So number one is our contacts, okay? Contact is defined as anyone you speak to about real estate. They can, okay. hang, up, yep. they can hang up on you after you have a conversation about, you know, hey, we just listed a house in your neighborhood. Uh, we like to see if uh, you know anyone else looking to move in the neighborhood. No, I don't. Have you yourself or thought about selling, uh, selling your property and taking advantage of this awesome market right now we're in? No, I have it. And they, they get mad and hang up, right? That's a contact. Okay. So talk, uh, the second one are what we call opportunities. Um, and that is anybody that gives you permission to follow up in the future, and you can add them to your database because you have contact information. So, again, that same script. Go ahead, Pat.
0: So, um, anybody you have permission to follow up in the future, that, can it be just, I mean, but it, but it has to be real estate related, right? I mean.
1: Correct, right. So, let's, let's go with that same script I was just talking about. You, you call it just listed script, right? And yeah. they say, no, I don't know anybody. No, I don't want to sell my house. So then we go into what we call our close, which is simply when it comes to buying or selling real estate, who do you refer your business to?
0: Okay. And, they, okay. and they When say, it comes to buying or selling real estate, who do you refer your business to? Yep.
1: Yep. And if they say, if it's anything but a hard yes, like they have, oh, I, Susie Q with, with so-and-so brokerage, then you know, we know they have somebody. Anything, anything but that, then we go into the fact of, of what we're trying to do is now just get them as an opportunity. So then we go into something like this. Well, listen, I, I uh, certainly don't expect to earn your business on this this one simple phone call, yet I do provide a lot of value to my clients. And one way I do that is through a tool we have that's an interactive market snapshot. That way you can keep track of arguably your largest assets of value at any given time. It only comes out quarterly, so it's very, very uh, uh, non-invasive, and um, I would like, to, would like to send it out to you. What's your best email address? And they say, sure. Then so, that counts. Okay, and, that then,
0: counts. and tell me about this snaps. Snapshot. Who does that? You know, where do we find it? Yeah,
1: it's it's kind of a play on words. It sounds cooler than really is, but but it's a very effective tool. And you know, it comes straight from Boomtown. So it's the Boomtown Seller Eater. That's what it is.
0: Wow. Okay. Great. And then and then it comes out quarterly. And then do you call them quarterly and say, Hey, did you get the snapshot?
1: Yeah, we we do. In fact, we goes out. Actually, yeah, monthly, Pat. We say quarterly or monthly, trying to make it really like you know, hey, we're not trying to bother you here, right? Yeah, but you know, uh, no,
0: no, I like that. Yeah, right. You don't want to be because they won't read it. You know what I mean? And your house value uh, you doesn't change. Nothing change that much every month. You know?
1: Correct. Yep. So we and so that they go into what we call we have a Boomtown ecosystem. That's what we call it. So we have a whole flow chart that is a very visual thing that every agent has on their on their desk and what that type of lead that opportunity would go into is what the qualified plan what we call our eight by eight program so that lead now will even though they did they didn't want to buy or sell anytime soon they still will get a a touch from us eight times over eight weeks or excuse me yeah eight total times so one time for eight weeks and then because we're trying to do is right we're, we're trying to um, basically buy their their section of their brain their mind share that thinks real estate so they think real estate they think of Kelly real estate Kelly. And then we transition after eight weeks, them into a different category that then we keep in touch with them in perpetuity, trying to build that relationship and rapport.
0: In perpetuity. I love that word. So I, I visualize this and I think it's cool because you could leave messages like, "Oof, geez, I'm sure you probably saw your snapshot. There's, there's a reason that that happened. And if you want to call me back, I'm, I'm happy to go over it with you. And that's, of course, when you see what, you know, it it, go, it went down by two percent, and then when it goes up, the value goes up by two percent. You could be like, "Man, did you see your snapshot? Wow, that that's really cool. What's happening in your neighborhood? I'm so excited for you. Congratulations! Looks like you made a couple, couple. You made ten grand, you know, without even working for it. So that's awesome. If you want to call me back to chat, call me. You know, yep, stuff absolutely. like that, right? And then you're yep. like, "Oh, this dude's on top of the market, right? Yep,
1: yep. And and it can, It just hits you in your your um to-do bar if you will on yeah. uh, your dashboard, room town and so you can just forget who johnny smith was right all, it all of a also pops up oh johnny smith read your notes oh it's that guy okay then you call him up and, and he thinks you've been paying attention to him the whole time you know which you can't do that obviously in our business because you have to sell a lot of houses on volume and it's impossible to, to do that with only you know 10 or 15 people so
0: yeah wow brilliant okay so uh that was number two right so yeah <laughs> what, what what's the third thing you track I'm gonna, we're gonna we're gonna stay on this because people are probably like okay I'm writing these down like you asked all right so okay, what else yeah.
1: Yeah. yep number three is uh, appointments set uh, that's pretty pretty self-explanatory Yep. Uh, yep number four set
0: done deal yep. right and that doesn't it does not include or it does include you know a, a buyer that uh, you take out every Tuesday so do we count it every Tuesday or is that only the first one. Only the first one. I love yep. that. Yeah. Of course. Yep. Cool. Okay, set. Cool. And, then,
1: and the fourth one is appointments held.
0: Appointments held. Okay. Done. Yep. Fifth, yep.
1: Fifth, fifth ones are listings taken, and that's buyer and seller listings. Okay. The sixth, sixth one is our closings, and the seventh one is your
0: income. Oh, really? Yeah, your GCI. GCI. And it shows the GCI shows right there. So like if I made 50 grand in the month of January, everyone's going to know. Correct. It's It's not going to show my net. It's just going to show the GCI.
1: And so it's great for business planning too, because you know, someone comes comes to join our team and, or if they are already on our team, you know, every October 1st, that's our trigger point to start business planning for the next year. And, uh, if we always start the question, you know, by asking, okay, what would you like to make? What are you committed to make the following year or this next year? and they give us a number, then we say, okay, here's what it's going to take. We would just simply reverse engineer based upon their own com- – they've already been on a team for like a year. They already have data on this. Yeah. So we use their conversion metrics between every single one of those metrics, conversion rates, and we work backwards and say, okay, that means every day, five days a week, you need to be, t- you need to be contacting 21 people or 16 people or whatever the number is. And so now on our scoreboard – we know that if you're not hitting that daily number and being consistent every single day to hit 16 people in terms of contacts, then don't expect you know, the money to be there come December 31st for the year that you want to hit, that you want to make. Because it starts with lean measures. It starts with being consistent every single day. That's the magic pill. That's the magic pill.
0: That is the magic pill. The, you know, the, you know, and it's the same thing with any goals, and I tell this to people all the time, especially now we're into a new year you know it's about looking at your goals every day right and and essentially and and staying accountable to those goals every day and so it's the same thing right like, you know that you're you're forcing them to be accountable because it's tracked right there on the on the big screen
1: that's it that's what, do you, what right. do you have
0: a giant tv there that shows it or how are you showing it
1: yeah we have a 70 inch um, you know flat screen Mount on the wall and everyone can see it because we have, um, our, we have a 3,000 square foot office. And so in the, in the back, we have this open area concept, you know, industrial feel kind of like, you know, really works well for, especially the younger, um, uh, agent, um, that industrial kind of like startup feel in the back, um, yeah. and we have flat screen TVs and that kind of stuff back there where they can see the scoreboard any given time.
0: Right. That's awesome. And that 3,000 square feet, that's all your space.
1: It is. Yep. Just for our team. Correct.
0: Oh, okay. Now are you a uh, independent uh, company?
1: No, we're actually with, we're under the, the umbrella of Keller Williams.
0: Okay. But well, you just yeah. have like your, but you have your own team office.
1: We do. They allow, they allow certain agents at certain production levels to take the license, you know, and move off out of the main, you know, office and, and have their own space if they, if they so choose. So that's what we did.
0: That's awesome. And, and Kelly, I was going to ask you one thing, um, you know, in your bio, you, you, you know, you talked about your 29.8% NIBT. What's NIBT. Net income before taxes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I've heard yeah. EBITDA, you know. Yeah. Earnings before yeah. interest, taxes, depreciation, uh, appreciation. But um, uh, that's great. And I, I was looking at that. So go, okay.
1: That's a my dictionary, Pat. Only sorry about that. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Well, um, uh, Kelly, listen, as you know, everybody that comes on the show brings with them a gift or two like Santa Claus um, for our uh, rockstar Nation to use in their business on a on a regular basis. and what uh, what would you like to give to our listeners today?
1: Okay, so our biggest uh, source of uh, revenue and closings, as most mm-hmm. agents are probably are uh, past clients and sphere of influence, mm-hmm. our database. Yes. So um, what we do is, I heard Michael Mayer, you know, who's brilliant, um, talk about this uh, at one of his one of his workshops a few years ago back when I went and and attended. And we have a 52-week database marketing calendar that I'll uh, upload, give it your toolbox there, Pat, um, that literally has an action item for your entire year for every single week that exists in that year um, of what you're going to do to um, help, you know, market to your, your database. You know, from we have three appreciate client appreciation events on there. Um, we have, you know, uh, other, little, other little things like, you know, in January, we mail out HUDs. To all of our uh, of our past closings for the year before, or I should say settlement statements now closing closing statements, um, as well as the orphan clients as well. So we we do that to both people for every single deal we closed the year before before January 31st. So they can have that for tax purposes. Um, we do Mother's Day cards. We do things like that. When and, Smart, and, and, yeah, I mean, we also built in that calendar. Actually, to be honest with you, selfishly some some team events too. You know, so that it, we're intentional about having a team happy hour you know, and, and that sort of thing. So we can have some team building and camaraderie and culture, help our culture and that sort of thing too. So it's a, it's a pretty cool, you know, put some thought into it, a lot of thought actually, and um, it's a system. And, and we have a marketing coordinator on our team, and she just executes that. She knows every week what she's working on. So
0: No, I love that. That's great. And I think that'll be really helpful. And, and no one has donated something like that before. So it's certainly a, a, a new addition to the toolbox, guys. So listen, here's how you can get it. First of all, you just go to hybindigitalcom backslash Kelly Cook. And that's K-E-L-L-Y and Cook, C-O-O-K, hybendigital.com backslash Kelly Cook. But on there will also be all of Kelly's contact information. If you want to send him an email, send him a tweet, tell him thank you for coming on. It'll be there. Send him a referral of someone that's uh, buying or selling in the Phoenix, Scottsdale, Arizona area. All his info are on there as well. And or you can get it from the toolbox itself where you'll find it and many other free gifts that each guest has brought. And uh, that can be found by a t- a texting uh, Toolbox to four 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 nine nine nine, or simply going to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. Kelly, listen buddy, uh, next time I'm in Phoenix, Scottsdale, wherever, I will definitely look you up and we'll get together and break some bread.
1: That'd be great Pat, love to do that. This episode is brought to you in full by Rebus University, The future of real estate training. Go now to www.rebusuniversity.com
0: and use the coupon code ROCK for 20% off your first course. Double your commissions now with Rebus University. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. Please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you may be listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review. I don't care whether it's a one star review or a five star review. We eat feedback for breakfast, and we need your reviews. Also, the more reviews we get, the better our guests become. Thanks again for listening, and find me on social media simply by typing in my name. I'm Pat Hyben, and keep rocking!